0: Jerry Jones joins us now right here on your Home of the Cowboys. And a good morning to you, sir. How you doing? Hey, good morning, guys. Great to be on. It's great to have you, as always. So what's it going to take to go up there and, and get a win on the road against the defending Super Bowl champions? What do you think? Well, uh,
1: that's what we, of course, uh, are going up there to do. Uh, I think uh, we're going to uh, uh, be improved with our health. And that's good, good in general. And uh, that'll be good. And um, what we need to do is go up there and play a game the way we've uh, uh, not only put the game plan in but have prepared. Uh, that was a uh, uh, surprise that we didn't play better uh, uh, against Tennessee. And uh, I think that uh, had we been able to uh, maintain that uh, initial uh you might say that we had when we first walked out there and uh, the way we were not only executing but the way good things were happening for us relative to how tennessee was playing then uh, we'd be having a different week and we'd be having a different tone from uh, our critics but uh, that's the way this game goes
0: jerry jones show here on the fan how how are we doing with health since you mentioned it there i mean lee irving gregory connor williams what else can you tell us about
1: well, I don't think it's uh, too optimistic to think that Gregory uh, could uh, be back for us. I'm questionable uh, on my personal assessment of uh, whether Irving's going to be able to play for us, and we won't have Sean. So uh, uh, those, are, those are those guys. But in general, we've had some other guys that uh, have been nicked up that uh, I expect will be able to uh, be in better shape to uh, execute.
2: What are your impressions of Amari Cooper after his first game as a Cowboy?
1: Well, I was so impressed that he could, uh, uh, with the short time that he had been with Dak and that he had been with the uh, the team, uh, that he was able to uh, pick it up the way he did. Uh, It was phenomenal, really, and uh, shows uh, his uh, football smarts. uh, by the way, I didn't know this. I, I mentioned it the other day. He when he was at Oakland, he organized their library for the players and would uh, put uh, the books and uh, reading uh, material in the library for the players. And it was a pet project of his to uh, uh, keep everybody reading as much as they can. So uh, uh, he's he's got it on and off the field, and uh, I'm exciting. I'm really I'm really glad we made the trade, and I'm glad we've got him.
2: Now that you have him, what are your specific goals for the passing game, and how close or far away do you think your team is from achieving it? Well, I,
1: I think obviously we uh, need to have a uh, a more effective passing game than we've had. I think Amari uh, will help that and uh, to uh, considerably. Uh, But uh, he will uh, uh, be a big part of it, but just a part of it. And so that uh, I think it's going to enable uh, Beasley to uh, have uh, better and more opportunities. I think it will uh, open it up for our tight end group. And uh, uh, I think uh, uh, Gallup is going to have uh, uh, some more opportunities. uh, And... uh, Um, He'll take advantage of them. Uh, The uh, uh, good news is that we've got some other receivers there that uh, uh, when we win and if you do start uh, uh, getting some great uh, uh, really uh, execution out of those guys, uh, then uh, that'll open it up for some of these other guys, Hurd, and some of those guys. So I think we're going to have an improved receiving core, and it's a must uh, for us to get balanced on offense.
0: I saw a quote from Scott Linehan. He said it's it's been a week of accountability and it starts with him. Do you agree with that?
1: Well, I just uh, know that uh, it would be impossible for everybody uh, not to take ownership of the um, disappointment that we had against Tennessee. And everybody should have that ownership. Every every person associated with uh, the organ the organization and uh, and I, I there's no question that uh, uh, that we've all done that and will do that and that's the order of the day is to uh, zero in. Uh, uh, this can happen to you. You can lose a ball game in the NFL, and I'm being trite. I know it, but it can happen to you. And uh, the real test is how you come back from. Uh, from those setbacks, and uh, that's what makes this game so special. Uh, For instance, the definition of a quarterback is uh, you don't really know if you have one until the world's down on him. Uh, He's uh, stunk it up the week before. Uh, His teammates are even uh, maybe kind of thinking, well, uh, a little hesitation in their thought. And when that guy steps in that huddle and says, guys, let's take it down the field and starts executing and makes it happen, that's when you know you've got your quarterback.
2: So speaking of him, I think uh, I want to congratulate you because our morning show guys, Sean and RJ, I've never heard them be quiet in my entire life. (laughs) And after you said Dak would be extended, they were silent. So I thought that was lovely just to hear them be quiet for once. But what was your motivation behind mentioning that Dak is going to be extended when it's not a decision that has to be made right now?
1: Well, first of all, uh, uh, the, deci- the as to the timing as to when uh, was not addressed relative to right now or when. Uh, what you want to hear is uh, from me, uh, where are you regarding Dak? And I'm thinking Dak is our quarterback now and in the future without equivocation. And that's the reason for, for making that statement.
0: Is there anything that could happen between now and the end of the year or the negotiation period that would change that for you? Again, uh,
1: uh, don't don't take that figuratively relative to the timing aspect of that, but take Got it, it. Uh, uh, literally and factually as to the intent of the statement, and that is to uh, show that uh, uh, for me, and I'm, I'm important here, is that um, uh, he's going to be our quarterback in the future.
0: Jerry, when I was pitching in the major leagues, I had a general manager who came to me and he said, Hey, Basic, and I can't say everything he said, but he pretty much said, Hey, Basic, you got to keep trick effing them. And what he was kind of saying to me, and, and we'd go over it at times with my pitching coach, is that you're kind of not better than this team. But if you can trick them enough and keep them off balance, you can still win at this level and you can beat them. I'm just wondering, are there ever uh, kind of those honest meetings going into a week where you look at the other team and you say, They're better than us, but it doesn't mean we can't win. We just have to, to my uh, general manager's phrase, have to trick F them into uh, beating them.
1: Well, I think you uh, assess your opponent, and uh, I don't know that I can remember uh, when and really evaluating your opponent that there aren't parts of their team that are better than you are, and uh, you should adjust for that and compensate for that. And um, uh, either attack it uh, with uh, and take advantage of, uh, uh, of, of their strength and your weakness, uh, uh, adjust for it. Uh, you can have, for instance, uh, uh, I remember one time, 2A was limited, our great left tackle, and uh, 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 he was lion hearted. Uh, uh, but our plan was to uh, keep a back end. Uh, to help him because he was going to be limited and we knew they would uh, uh, basically uh, zero in on that our opponents knew he was limited too well i think after eggman had been hit about four or five times uh, when the plan was to give him some help and have somebody back out there boning uh, that pa- the pass rusher after about that time well I asked guys, are we going to sit here and lose Aikman, uh, or are we going to go with our plan? And, of course, we went with the ultimately changed and went with the plan and protected him. Uh, but uh, that's the game. Uh, that's what you do, is you try to adjust for your weaknesses, and uh, uh, we stay away from their strengths as much as you can, and use yours. Having said that, uh, uh, that that standard operating procedure that you've just described. But, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of other things go into it, and when you say uh, uh, trick them, uh, really it is to try to come up with uh, plays and a game plan that uh, will, uh, that they don't expect. They're pretty knowledgeable, they get a good read on you as you get to this time of the year, and so uh, you've got to be real good at uh, coming up with some things that uh, they didn't plan for
2: so Jerry I know you're no stranger to criticism when the team isn't winning at football but when you hear from a guy like Troy Aikman who says that this organization needs a complete overhaul what what do you think about that and and how do you respond to somebody like Troy Aikman saying that
1: yeah these are these are real this is a a tough stretch uh, that uh, we're in Uh, we've been through tough stretches when he played here and uh, these are tough stretches and uh, people are going to um, uh, be critical, take their shots. And so that uh, uh, I'm uh, uh, fully aware that uh, uh, this is a time that uh, we uh, should be criticized. Uh, But uh, I'm aware, you guys may know that for instance, in the NFL, it's probably been an average over the last uh, uh, 20, 25 years, uh, and I'm really, kind of drawing this out but uh, my point is let's say that they've averaged six or seven coaches a team uh, that averaged I'm talking about an average and that may be a little high well the only average that's more than that is the turnover in the general managers in the NFL and that's even been a bigger turnover in the NFL the bigger turnover there is are the offensive play callers and so uh, it's common Uh, it's as sure as the lights coming up that uh, whoever is in some of these key positions that they're not only going to get criticized but they could very easily have uh, turnover Uh, we've had two general managers in the history of the NFL Tex Ram was the general manager for 29 years and I've been general manager for over 30 now how you function uh, below the general manager uh, can uh, vary in a lot of ways it turns out that this general manager is the owner of the team. Every team in the, in the NFL, the ultimate decision maker is the guy that has the vote at the league office. That's the decision maker. No matter what the contracts say, the guy at the league office that is the vote is the one that the league honors when you make it. That's on personnel, that's on coaching, that's on whether the lights go on or off. That's the way it is in the NFL. And since I've owned the team, I've been that vote and that decision maker. So no one has ever in any way had the ability to preempt any decision that I ultimately make. Now, where does that get you? That gets you, if you've got any sense, that causes you to listen That causes you to try to get this competent of people around you as you can possibly get around you. But nobody, nobody uh, preempts ultimately the guy that is responsible financially for the show.
0: It's the Jerry Jones Show right here on 105.3 The Fan. Okay, speaking of former players, as you know, Dez signed with the Saints and all that. Did you get a chance to congratulate him, Jerry? Excuse me? Did he get a a chance to congratulate Dez on signing with the Saints? I haven't talked to him, no, but
1: I do congratulate him. I'm uh, really proud uh, for him. I think a lot of those guys in New Orleans, uh, coaching staff, ownership, management, uh, and uh, we have a good relationship with that group down there. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, I want the very best. Dez and the very best for Dez is for him to be on that football field and uh, doing what he loves to do the most and uh, this gives him a great opportunity they're having an outstanding year and so uh, I think it'll be a great spot for him
0: one of the interesting storylines of course they're coming to AT&T I believe in just over three weeks would it bother you if there is as close to as many fans at AT&T cheering for Dez and the Saints as the Cowboys
1: Oh, I expect Des Bryant to have a lot of fans cheering for him. I would hope so. Really, I would really hope so. He's given our fans and uh, given the Cowboys, and he's given us some great days, great plays, great moments. And uh, so uh, I would hope so. They cheered for Emmitt Smith when he came back big time, when he came back uh, as a Cardinal and uh, played at, uh, uh, at the stadium. Our fans. And so, uh, uh, man, we love this, and I think our fans do too.
2: Jerry, before we let you go, I was wondering I think now is about the time that people start playing Christmas music on the radio. Do you think it's too soon for Christmas music here in November? Not a
1: bit. I put my tree, my lights, and uh, a lot of places are already up. Uh, and I leave them through february if i can
2: <laughs> do you go what, what what kind of lights do you go with the I white lo- ones i or love
1: the- to think that santa claus puts the
0: tricycle on the christmas tree that gets me <laughs> <laughs> that makes my day better very good sir thanks as always for your time and give them hell up there we'll be pulling for you you bet guys thank you thank you the jerry jones show brought to you by ford the official vehicle of the dallas cowboys ford is the best in texas